put your records on. Play me your favorite song. Just go and let your head down. You're gonna find yourself somewhere. I don't know the rest Some of Three little birds sat on my window. And they told me I don't need to worry. Natasha Bedingfield? Yeah. Come on, babe. I know. I don't know the, the, the words. Come on, babe. I used to listen to her. Remember I showed you the music Bring video home, that my cousin was in of hers? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Josh. Yeah. He it's was so in strange. Video. He was like the hot boyfriend. Yeah, in the music video. And she was just grinding up all on him. And, and at he's the like, time, he's he was like, like I'm, I'm just 19 out. years yeah. old. <laughs> <laughs> but which, one, which song was it? You couldn't figure it, it out. One, yeah, it was with um, Sean Kingston. Yeah, no other love. No, completely wrong song. It was. Yeah, yeah. Um, you messed it up. I said it, and then you started singing. You said no. Sean Kingston. That's not what I said. You know Sean Kingston was never in find a, a love like this. That that song. Keep going. I don't know it. <laughs> I don't even. <laughs> never find a love, love like this. We were back. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> And Sean Kingston was like 16 when he came into the scene. Yeah. And he was acting all like romantic and lovey-dovey. I like Sean Kingston. Yeah, he got into a wave running accident what? and almost died. Do you remember that? No. I er- never early, know anything that happens. I don't pay like, attention to pop news at all. So whenever, like I was the last person to find out that Chris Pratt and Anna Ferris got divorced. It was really sad. <laughs> they got divorced? Come on, babe. I'm teasing. Come on, yeah. Chris Pratt is the best. No. Cheers, babe. Cheers. What are we drinking today? Some McAfee. The best part of waking up is Folgers in your cup. I have keto. I wish they were a sponsor. Collagen oh. in mine. Stevia and keto collagen. I have stevia and um, almond milk mm-hmm. vanilla style. It's decent. Days. I like this recording in the morning. This is nice. Yeah. We're changing our recordings to Saturday mornings. Yes. That way we can recap the week. Mm-hmm. And uh, play footsie. <laughs> we do that anyway. So this morning I woke up and I was hanging out with Hutch, just kind of having a lazy morning. And I go into the bedroom and Liz is sleeping and I kiss her and I'm like, good morning, baby. And I'm kissing her and she's like, I'm mad at you. And I was like, oh, what did I do? She was like, you're being a jerk in my dream. (laughs) I was like, okay, (laughs) I'm out of here. I don't even remember what it was, but you were making me so mad. Uh, You're weird. I'm weird? Yeah. Babe. I mean, I love it. I love you for it. Why am I weird? How could you be mad at somebody for what you I were dreaming? I was obviously joking. Not the way you said it. You're like, I'm mad at you. <laughs> you were, you were was, still sleeping. My eyes are still I closed. I was just like, I'm mad at you. You're being a jerk in my dream. <laughs> I obviously wasn't mad at you. This proves my <clears throat> theory that all women are a bit cuckoo. It's just levels. I think every person is a bit cuckoo. Um. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. I think all men are jerks and all women are a little crazy. And it's just what level you're at and yeah. what crazy you can deal with and what level of jerk you can I'm deal Confucian. with. Confucian. You are Confucian. <laughs> I don't agree. So are you excited for your race tomorrow? <laughs> I'm so excited. So you guys aren't going to hear this till after I run my race, but my half marathon's tomorrow. 
And all week I'm like, I can't do this. I can't do this. And like really? yesterday and today I'm like, oh, I totally got this. Okay, good. Yeah. yeah. And then do what my dad said today. What do you say? First of all, today is my dad and Vito's dad's birthday. Yeah, they same birthday. Same birthday. Um, I was like, yeah. I'm like, what did I say to him? I said something about the race tomorrow. And he's like, you climbed a mountain. You can do the race tomorrow. I'm no. like, oh, you're right. I forgot. Because I hiked Kilimanjaro. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've done some crazy stuff. You yeah. can definitely <laughs> run 13 miles. I hiked over that. But. We, we hiked in the middle of the <laughs> desert in the middle of the day 13 miles. With no, we didn't. Yes, oh, yes, we, we did. did. Oh, my gosh. With we like, did with all of our camping yeah. equipment. Mm-hmm. So it's like if you can hike in the Arizona desert for 13 in miles. In 100 degree weather. Right. You could run a couple miles. A couple? 13. Well, you could run the same distance with nothing on you. Right. With perfect weather conditions. It's a little rainy maybe, but still. It's 60% chance of rain. Even still, it's better than 110. Oh, yeah. I'm just glad it's cool. If it was hot, I couldn't do it. Yeah. Yeah, you've done, I do not you've do done heat. some, and then you you hike down to the Grand Canyon and back up in a day. Oh, yeah, that was like fifteen so miles. You gotta, you I gotta lost be, a toenail. You gotta be banking these. <laughs> you gotta be banking these thoughts. You're right. You're right. Uh, you know what we should do? We should make a journal of all the amazing things we've done, so that when <laughs> no, for real, because yeah. when it like in a time like this, when I'm like, I don't think I can run thirteen miles, and I can look in there and be like, you hiked Kilimanjaro. Well, you did this. That, you did that guy this. I had on my podcast. Um, he was saying that him and his family has a gratitude oh, yeah. jar and they'll just write things during the day that they're grateful for, like something that was cool or that they didn't throw it in this jar. It's a clear jar. And then he's like, it's amazing that even when I'm just feeling a little down or whatever, even just seeing that the jar is full, not even seeing what's in it, but even seeing that there's something in it, you re- you recognize, you it brings you back to like, oh yeah, I do have a lot to be grateful for. Like, oh yeah, I'm good. Mm-hmm. And then I think at the end of the year at Christmas time or something, they go back and they just dump it all out and they read it and they read their year and review of mm-hmm. all the things they're grateful for. And he's like, it's honestly tra- changed our family life. I'm going to get a jar that says blessed or blessings on it. And we'll do that. And then at the end of the year, read all of our blessings from the year. Yeah. Do it. You could, uh, Pinterest Every day make I'm just going to write Vito. Vito. The vitamin D. Babe. Vitamin D is good for you, babe. It is. Actually, it's very important. I was listening to yeah, a podcast we're a, we have a about vitamin D deficiency. Yeah, but and you have I'll, to pair I, it I with magnesium. I will supply it Get for you. I will, I will do my job as a husband and be the provider. <laughs> I will provide um, you the vitamin D. You're making me blush. <laughs> um, I was reading, listening to a podcast. And we do have a deficiency, but it needs to be paired with magnesium. Mm. They help each other out. Magnesium helps your body in the production of vitamin D and absorbing it, which somehow also has an effect on calcium. We're hugely magnesium deficient in our country, like 80%. So, random facts. Well, my vitamin D never runs out. Babe, stop. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why I'm embarrassed this morning. (laughs) Maybe because my mom's in town. (laughs) She's not here. She listens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, mom, if you're listening, <laughs> I'm providing. No, that's not what I was gonna say. <laughs> uh, you're so red, babe. I know, and I usually don't get oh, embarrassed. You're cute. Um, yeah, but my mom's in town, guys. She's um, visiting for a week, and your niece is coming in town, and your sister's coming in town, and mm-hmm. the air conditioning doesn't work. Thank God, it's chilly. Mm-hmm. We got the windows open. 
that well the AC upstairs the house. doesn't mm-hmm. work down here. It's That's freezing. what happens when you buy a fixer upper. <laughs> Things don't work. Kyle and Lindsay were over last week and it was like eighty degrees and I felt so bad I couldn't sleep. I felt terrible. But they but they, they were, were like, like it was so cool yeah. at night. It was fine. They're like planning on living in a tent while they're building their house. So <laughs> I was like, all right, they're they're cool. Yeah, love they're them. fun. Yeah, love they're them. the best. Yeah. I like that it's like, for me, I love meeting couples that aren't, I guess that are adventurous. Um, Because I don't know how adventurous, I mean, Lindsay and I, when we were younger, I don't think she used to really be the camping type, but now she is. I mean, they take all four of their kids camping. They bought some land. They're building a house. They talked about like putting just an army tent up on it and living out of it. And they're... Um, I don't know. They're like not afraid of their story is really cool. And the audio was, was terrible in the beginning. Um, but that was all like the fluff and the meat of it afterwards mm-hmm. was awesome. And just how they got married so young mm-hmm. and then all the, the stressors they had with moving and new jobs and moving and unexpected pregnancies. Kids, yeah. Was, um, Lindsay's like, who knew you had to take your birth control? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it, it's cool to see though, how, when you have, as Kyle was saying, he grew up in a household where the D word was never an option, mm-hmm. you know, where they knew what it was. It wasn't like, oh, what's that word? But they knew what it was, but it wasn't uh, an option. So when he saw his parents fighting, all he thought was all of his friends' parents are splitting up. Like, that must be my parents splitting up. And his parents were like, no, this is not an option. People can argue. People can fight. Yeah. But this is not an option. And then he brought it to his his marriage and even at a young age when you have that instilled in you when you go through all the stressors and all the fighting it's like we chose to do this and there's going to be times where we don't want to but having them stick it out and i mean they're they're awesome yeah they're 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 a they're, solid couple it's yeah. not you know it's they're very and i want to use it very inspirational mm-hmm. air quotes um it's cool to look up to you know? Well, and I think that it's it's nice having conversations with people who have been through seasons because, I mean, we all do, but there are a lot of people that you see where it's just kind of like, I don't know, their life's just been coasting along, I guess. Yeah. And there are a lot of people too, like what, they're 11 years in? Yeah. There's a lot of people too that I've seen where it's kind of like, yeah, we're married. And it's kind of like there's they've gotten a, a groove of steadily declining and like it's not right. bad enough where they're unhappy but they're also not growing like that scares me mm-hmm. where they're not spicing things up or keeping it alive like they're not you can tell they're not fully alive right like they're, they're just not, existing right they're not completely roles. unhappy mm-hmm. and that scares me yeah yeah whereas like you <clears throat> like for them like their relationship with four kids and whatever it's still a priority for them right they you know still, to take a weekend away together yes, and yeah. and spend alone time and and try and to they still make each other laugh and yeah, you know they do they have a lot of fun yeah yeah which is nice yeah it's fun to see yeah it was cool it was, I, it was funny because i realized that not i wasn't nervous but after they left i was like i wonder if they liked me <laughs> oh my gosh you were the biggest dork i love I you i know i know i was like i just hope they liked me because i like them so much yeah i was like i hope i wasn't too much because i can be a bit much I can, uh, no, you, I, I feel, don't think I feel so. like I can make things pretty uncomfortable, <laughs> especially not with Kyle and Lindsay. They're like, you can talk about anything with them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I think they like me. Yeah. But I've known Lindsay for 16 years. 
They liked me, right? Yes, babe. Okay. I was nervous. They do like you. Cool. We should have them over again. Yeah. Um, they should bring their kids. Yeah, for sure. So, guys, um, we have one question, and then we have, I don't know. We're just kind of letting this episode flow, I guess. What's the question? I'm going to grab more coffee. Okay. Um, the question is for if we have any advice for someone who is in a marriage and their mother is very toxic and the husband will be, um, I don't know, like when she comes back into his life, he forgets everything bad that happened and then she just kind of leaves and goes for a while without talking to him and then she appears again and expects to like babysit the kids like a normal grandparent and basically the wife and mom is just kind of like sees those patterns and doesn't want her kids to go through that of she sees how hurt her husband gets and by his mom and she doesn't want her kids to like get their hopes up uh, up and then grandma doesn't show up and she disappears and sure or whatever says hurtful things and um like trying to find that yeah balance so there's a lot of things and not having her kids be exposed to all of the negative toxic hurtful and healthy patterns there are a lot of things this is pretty loaded um i think starting with the mother-son relationship i think as any parent with kid like your biggest um fears doubts your what what you're most confident in and you're mostly shaped by your mom and your dad, mm-hmm. right? And their approval and their acknowledgement of you is plays a huge role in your life, just as humans. Whether you think so or not. I think at a just, young age, but there's also a lot of people who are in Dude, single parent homes. No. and No, even as adults, even as adults, it's, just, it's innate. They, these are the people who raised you. These are the people you're around all the time, even when you're not around them. Like, let's say you're, you're, dad left at a young age if if you're old enough to know that they left then it's always it's it's a psychological thing this is it's your blood it's your dna they they shape your life the most so for him he's gonna want to have a good relationship with his mom mm-hmm. even though he probably knows deep down it's not good um the longing for that connection because these are the people who are supposed to love you the most these are the people that you're supposed to have the deepest connection with and when you don't, you long for it. Like you really need it. You know, it's like life or death almost. So that is plays a huge role, and that's very hard to navigate around. Now you're married and you have kids. So, and this is all my opinion. I'm not a doctor or anything, but um, when you're married and have kids, this is your family. Mm-hmm. And like you know my relationship with my parents, mm-hmm. I love them like mm-hmm. crazy. With that being said, you now are my number one, and that's not just lip talk, lip service, mm-hmm. lip talk. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> it's legit. Not, it's not just lip service, right? Mm-hmm. Like you are my number one. So if my mom is creating problems, or if my mom is interfering in our relationship as much as i 
need that connection with my mother, you are my number one because we're going to have kids and the, and their in their scenario they do have kids and those kids are looking at them for the same connection and love that they're looking at their parents. So at some point we have to make a decision as adults, as a married couple, as parents to put each other first and put your your immediate family first like you, your spouse, your kids. And you know I'm huge on family, and mm-hmm. I'm I'm we're, we're we're working on stuff to bring family together. Mm-hmm. But you have to take people with where they're at. So families and I have we fight in our family all the time. We have people in our our cousins and aunts and uncles who don't talk to each other. Every family's got problems. It's not like oh my family's perfect. I want to teach everybody how to have a family. No, every family's jacked up. Every family's got problems. And it's it's like my life goal to bring family back together because I feel like if you can bring family back together, a lot of problems that exist in the world will go away. Yeah. Because again, bringing it back, a lot of the decisions we make, a lot of the choices we make go back to either proving to ourselves that we're worthy enough because mom and dad didn't give us that that recognition or whatever. So then we go and put profit over over humanity. You know, we go create huge business success even if it means people die. Or we go to war to show that we're powerful because we feel not powerful inside, you know, or, or whatever. Or like we choose to cheat on our wives because I just need to know that I'm still desirable or, or what, you know, whatever it is. So <clears throat> at some point, though, we need to put each other first and say, Ma, whatever you're going through, I wish you the best. But until we can have a relationship that's not toxic, that that's growing, that's anabolic, which is... um Stuff Negative. that no, that's catabolic. Anabolic oh. is stuff that like builds on each other, or catabolic is stuff that de- destroys each other. Yeah. So until we could have a, a relationship that's growth focused and building and loving, like I'm putting my family first, and that's just a decision you have to make as a man and as a woman. Even though we feel like boys and girls, I mean, even talk to your parents, talk to my parents. They all say I don't feel. 60 mm-hmm. like in my head i'm still 20 mm-hmm. in my head i'm still 13 yeah you know so like but at some point you just have to be like okay i'm married this is and this is my opinion so don't <laughs> i'm just talking i don't know but you have to put each other first because this is your this is your commitment this, this this is your i don't know you're my priority and as much as i love my parents if they ever got in the way of our relationship, like, that's it. You're my number one. Well, you've been really good about... Well, first of all, you're just, like, so extremely honest that if I was in a relationship like that, you would just... You would be like, listen, like, we can't have this affecting our children. Like, there has to be boundaries in place. There has to be... Like, your job as parents is to protect your children. Are you going to be able to protect them from everything? No, but if you don't want them to be exposed to this toxic relationship or um, a toxic person, then that is your responsibility to put those boundaries in place and set that up. But you've been really good with me um, because I had some toxic relationships in my life and you created space for me to be able to talk about it, but also helped me heal and move past it or encourage me to go to counseling or whatever it is. You have to. Right. You do. Um, 
Because whether whether it's on your mind or not, if you're not dealing with it, you're still bringing that energy into the home. Right, it's taking and, up space. Right, and it's clouding the space of the mm-hmm. home. And this is just life. Like yeah, but what even, do you even do? if you have stresses at work and you bring that work home, it like imagine it. If you're a visual person, imagine it bringing cloudy space, cloudy air into your home. Like if you're home, if you're cooking Thanksgiving dinner and the turkey gets burnt and then it's filled with smoke, like everything's just cloudy. It's distracting. It's it's not clean it's not clear and that's affecting your conversations your interactions with right. with your loved ones but this is from a different perspective because what do you do as like what if you were in that relationship with your mom mm-hmm. but you didn't want to cut ties like you couldn't and i'm not saying cut cutting ties is right, the answer right. um or you couldn't it was just so hard for you to set up those boundaries because when things are good, they're really good. And then you get let down. And me as the supporting person, mm-hmm. like because maybe you don't want to get help or you don't see it as this or you just really need that relationship with your mom. You don't want to hurt her feelings. You don't want to whatever. Like from my perspective, like how am I supposed to support you and protect our children or help you see that we need to figure something out for our family if you're not wanting to maybe get help ask in a different way i'm confused okay so you and your relate you and your mom have a toxic relationship okay but you can't it's hard for you to set up those boundaries because when things are good you guys have an awesome relationship and then she hurts you okay and i want to set up boundaries for our children Okay. Or for whatever, but you want her to keep seeing the kids mm-hmm. or you don't know how to approach this as her son mm-hmm. and then also as a husband and a father. So I'm coming to you being like, listen, we need to set up boundaries. Like, how do I get you to see that? If, if I'm in a, if I'm in a situation where I can't see it, right. then you just need to step up. If I'm in a, if I'm in a place where I'm unable to step up for some reason where I'm just so mentally uh, you know in space and just spinning then it's your job to step up um if i was in a toxic relationship with my mom and the highs were highs and the lows were lows but ultimately it was toxic if it's hard to set up boundaries tough right life's not easy you have to set up boundaries well, and, and like I, you I, said- I would set up i would set up solid boundaries and then let it play out and then slowly introduce new responsibilities or new right whatever like hey you can come over and then be open don't be don't live your life guarded be open but be like you could come over today on my time and then let it happen and then if it's good okay you do once a month or once a week or whatever and then just slowly reintroduce and show them just be responsible Mm-hmm. I the, think toxic dude <sighs> toxic relationships are so detrimental to like your psyche to your health to your environment and that plays out it's and like your other relationships it's a, it's a ripple effect mm-hmm. right so like you let's say you and your mom this is a scenario for, with this person who's asking question it's a drop in the ocean, right? Mm-hmm. And then that goes to you and your wife, which then broadens out to you and your kids and your wife. 
and then it broadens out to your brothers and sisters and neighbors and then it just then the, your neighbors get hit with this ripple and then they're feeling a little off and it's it, you know it loses its effect going out but it's still touching but also if it's people. like affecting your home life that's going to affect your work life that's going to oh, affect absolutely. your quality of sleep your energy your health everything right. and it's hard and you have to face it and right. if you don't face it it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger that's why i tell you just put stuff away stay organized and then you it won't be you know that's why for for real though that's why like cleanliness is important to me because it's the little things like just throwing a newspaper here or leaving the cup out which i leave the cups out i'll admit but it's true right because then like in three days all of a sudden the kitchen's a disaster and it's like how did this happen or whatever like my car is constantly dirty i'm like how did this happen well it's like i didn't clean it in a month and I just kept on like letting it be okay that stuff was... I feel like you make it sound like I'm a slob. No, you're not. You do. You make no, it sound know, like our house is a disaster it's, and it's I'm a It's really slob. not. It's really clean. You're really, It's really not. I'm talking about the caliber of OCD I am. I married a psycho, guys. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> but do, do you see what I'm saying, though? Yeah. It's like little, for me, little cuts kill a man, right? Death by a thousand cuts. It's not a huge deal that... We didn't sweep today, but don't sweep for a week. Right. Well, I feel like, you know, yeah, you have, I mean, to, that you have is to face your problems. We're in toxic relationships. Yeah. If you're letting it build, you don't sweep. You don't do a mind sweep every day of like, I mean, I think if you're in a good place, you don't have to. Like, I don't really feel like I have toxicity in my life. So that's not something I'm you did. consciously doing it. Well, right. But when I was in it, I would have to because... I would get triggered or these emotions would come up or um, I'd be like, oh, I should just, you know. Well, even for you, you're so loving, like like this guy, you're so loving and forgiving and you long for like people knowing that you're a good person. Yeah. Especially the people that are closest to you, strangers, whatever. But the people who are closest to you, when they have a false belief about you, it really bothers you. Mm-hmm. Same with me. Yeah. Like my family like thought. Like if my character is being questioned. Right, it's right, like, right. Well, that's that's the biggest. So that's the biggest thing. When your character, your intense yeah. question, by, especially by people who you love and respect, it's like, whoa, you know? Yeah. So with you, you were very much like, I'll have a conversation. You did. It was okay. And then you were like, oh, good. Everything's good. Like if they need anything, I'm there for them. And I was like, no. <laughs> yeah. No. Like I hope that. I know 100% you're good. you've already moved moved on. And you have healing to do, for sure. We all do. Um, but I know that 10 years from now, or whenever, when this person wants to reintroduce themselves into our lives, okay, grab coffee. Maybe. But you're, you're not bringing your shit... Sorry for the language. You're not bringing your shit into our life because you're a selfish person. Mm-hmm. You in the past would have because yeah. because you're strong and because you're able to have compassion and be like, mm, I'm not going to let their stuff affect me, but now their f- stuff is directly affecting you. And you're, ha- that's where you're having a hard time. Like, or you were having a hard time, you know, navigating through where I, as your partner was like, cool, navigate through it, but I'm going to be the, the guard at the front door of like, well, and that's, cool, you can leave. Right. That's when you were, I feel like, I was trying to navigate through this toxic relationship and you would let me speak or hear me, but you would also help me 
set boundaries, not even with this person, but in my own mind around that relationship. Yeah, and boundaries. Because it's like I'm not even speaking with this person, but I still had to reconcile things in my mind or set up boundaries for myself. And that's where I feel like you helped so much, but you also helped because, I mean, there was one point too where I'm like, okay, this person's going to come do this. And you were like, no, no, they are not because I've seen what they've done to you and I am your husband now and I'm your protector and this person's just going to hurt you again. So no, they cannot come to mm-hmm. that. Like, you know, they cannot be a part of this part because you are like, you are my wife and, and I, my job is to love and protect you. And I'm honestly like so glad that you did that. I remember I was mad at you for like a second. Uh, you were mad at me. <laughs> um, yeah, but I got over it really quick because yeah, as soon as I was like, yeah. wow, you're so right. Because right so many so many more and that was not easy that was not easy for me to do right right and it was hard for me because i'm like oh what like because you were even (laughs) like oh now you're just making all the decisions you came out you came out with all your best weapons and i was like it hurt obviously because i don't want to be that like overbearing husband it's also like you're in it you don't see it i'm in it kind of but i see it and i'm not allowing it well and you even like you basically too were like seek counsel on it ask other people like, do you think it's a good idea for this to happen? You know, and every person in my life was like, no. Not a shot. Right. You know, so it wasn't just you, but you helped me see that. And yeah, I was mad. But then ultimately, I'm I'm so glad that it did happen the way that it yeah. did. That you were protecting me and had my best interest and did put your foot down because you do have to do that sometimes in marriage and, and fight it out. And it's not and always fun. And this was fun. like... Our wedding day. We were <laughs> hardly married. We were married for a second. Right. The day after our wedding. Yeah. Well, it was like the week before and then the day after on both occasions. Yeah. Um, what a way to begin. Yeah. I, 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 think, I think it was good though. Yeah. I think, I think well, obviously I feel like it was ideal. You saw me at my low before we got married. Yeah. I mean, babe, I've seen you poop in bushes. <laughs> While we were dating, I was we were hardly even dating. I was like, God, this is the sexiest woman. Like, I'm gonna put my pants pull over. <laughs> <laughs> we were just been like hiking and walking, and then I turn around. I'm talking to myself, and Liz is in the in the bush. She's like, Can you throw me some toilet paper? Never happened. No, you nasty girl. I have plenty of videos of you peeing on the side of the road. Yeah, that's true. Multiple mm-hmm. over ten for sure. Come on, I think over ten. She put it together a montage. Compilation, yeah. <laughs> I think what you were saying with <clears throat> boundaries, I like to also call or name standards, right? Because mm-hmm. sometimes boundaries yeah. seem like building walls and you don't That's really want to live with walls, but walls are important. Your house is made out of walls, you know, like walls. Right, but have standards for walls yourself. Serve your, yeah, serve a purpose. I think with you was you're so forgiving and so loving and stuff that you you were you were putting it under the category of I'm being compassionate, I'm being loving, I'm doing God's work mm-hmm. and by forgiving and turning the other cheek. Um, but you were lowering your standards to what's acceptable in your life and in your relationships. Well, I think And God does not want you to do that. Right. Either. I don't I think that the reason I like the word standards may be better than boundaries, because to me, yes, when I picture a boundary, I literally picture like putting my arm out and like blocking this thing from entering. Whereas that thing's going to enter. You're going to have to deal with things, but it's what you put up with. And, and your standards are kind of the, it's a standard. It's the line at which 
you no longer tolerate this behavior. It's the line at which you know your worth and your value and you know what you're going to allow, like how you're going to allow people to treat you. And if they don't, it's like, hey, I'm sorry. Like, I don't let people talk to me like this. Right. Like that is very destructive. That's very hurtful. I don't I'm, I don't let people treat me this. I don't let people waste my time and energy like this because I have so many people that I love and that want my time and energy and people or things that I love to do that I can pour my time and energy into. And when you're consuming it and just throwing it away and wasting it, that makes me feel horrible. Mm-hmm. And And I don't I don't have time for this. And I honestly think that that's what it comes down to. Like you said, just the energy of bringing that into your relationship that takes up so much mental space and literally consumes your energy. And there's so many things that like we can use our energy for. Especially if you have kids. Right. Especially if you have children Mm -hmm. who are looking to you as, what do I do in this world? Well, how do I act? You know, like, Time is ticking. Like it, it really is. Do you want to spend your time like worrying and stressed out and anxious and whatever, feeling horrible about how this person is treating you or how whatever? Or do you want to spend your time like surrounded by the people that you love and pouring into the people you love and then pouring into you and building yeah. solid relationships and um, working on things that you love, if you know, or providing for your family, however that may be. And, you know, feeling grateful that you get to do that. And Mm. so it's, I understand that when it's, um, when it's somebody that I can't imagine if it was my mom. I was just going to say that for me, I, I recognize that I lower my standards dramatically with my family. Yeah. When it comes to family, it's like, okay, this is my sister. She can talk to me that way. Right. You know, cause you grew up being like, you're stupid. (laughs) Right. But at some point, it's not okay. At some level, you have to raise your standards even with your family. Because if if your family, like, yes, they're your family, um, but if they're affecting your psyche or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, like you said, though, this is and, your family now. So right. not saying the other people aren't your family. So if you're like allowing people to affect your unit with your spouse, because you are now one. So that was something that Vito would always tell me. He's like, by this person affecting you, that is affecting me. That affects us because I see you going, like we're going through it together now because you no longer have to do things alone. That's why you get married. Like we're in this together. We fight for each other and with each other. So, so then you also have to acknowledge by letting your mom affect you, you're letting her affect your wife the same way. Yeah. You're letting her affect your your children the same way. Do you want your wife to feel that way? Do you want your kids to feel that way? Right. Because what you're allowing to happen to you, you're letting happen to your family unit. Right. Whether whether they know it or not. Mm Mm-hmm. So, you're good. (laughs) My my great niece is here. You can hear her. She's so cute. She is so Um, cute. What are we at? 35. That's good. Yeah. We'll do a shorter episode. But, uh... We, we, we wish you the best, and I know it's hard. And well, it's, I think even family counseling. I mean, I suggest counseling for everything. All but the time. Yeah. Because there's nothing that can beat an honest, open conversation where you can say what you need to say and say how you feel and feel what you feel and not like get in your own head and just kind of let it all out. There's a lot of um, benefit to it for sure. But um, we're praying for you, mm-hmm. and... Um, if you want to reach out, reach out. Yeah, guys, send questions. us some advice and questions for next week. Yeah. 
And we're going to have some news soon. We are? Yeah. We're going to have lots of different newses. What's newses the news? I'm coming confused. Out. I'll tell you later. No, you know I'm, ner- it is. I'm nervous. You're not nervous. What's the news? I'll t- <laughs> <laughs> something um, that we're working on and something we're going to be trying. <laughs> um, I'll sign it to you. Yeah. Uh, but we love you guys you guys we actually really love doing this and we love that you guys trust us to send us the intimate details of your Mm -hmm. life and talk about it Mm -hmm. um and we value you guys and um we love you and we can't wait to to see you next week hi elizabeth hi do you want to come say hi on the microphone literally this is my great niece elizabeth i was there when she was born elizabeth can you say hi Say Say, she's putting it to her ear. Say hello. <laughs> Say hi. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Um, write in, ask questions, rate, review, subscribe. And we will see you next week. Bye. Ciao.